las ocho, salto a la noche, no, no me puedo retrasar. Medias de seda, falda apretada, qué maquillaje habré de usar. Siete perfumes, uñas pintadas, algo que pueda conquistar. Algo de escote, algo que note, que no le deje trabajar. Más atrevida, menos princesa, siendo elegante gustaré. Más decidida, menos discreta, irresistible más que ayer. Tiro la casa por la ventana, un elixir he de encontrar. Jefe querido, lo has conseguido, no sé si puedo aguantar más. Welcome to another episode of Songmast. My name is Richard Villegas. Y seguimos acá en la Ciudad de México, en el DF. Somos DGficanos, DGficando. Uh, uh, estamos acá con Amix. Uh, al momento estamos escuchando una canción de la increíble, la inigualable Daniela Romo, llamado Pobre Secretaria. Um, y pues vamos a terminar la canción y ya volvemos con nuestro invitado muy, pero muy especial. Acompaña el amigo, la mix, legendarix, uh, Luis, Luis Octavio, de Nos vemos en el Swap Meet. Uh, esta entrevista tiene mucho tiempo eh, que la estamos planeando y soñando, ¿no? Sí, claro. ¿Cómo estás? Estoy súper increíble ahorita. Aquí que estoy sentado contigo no lo puedo creer, la verdad. Pues créelo, bebé, soy verdad. I finally feel like I'm cool. Okay. <risa> Es como Babelito no lo podía creer cuando estaba cuando 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 vino por primera vez al show estaba así como que this is my favorite podcast I was like what are you talking about girl I know like, no somos seriously. nadie what are you talking about <laughs> um, pero pues sí feliz de tenerte acá y pues obviamente de no mis mis guests favoritos son siempre los que saben hablar porque siempre hay quienes se, se agüitan se ponen súper tímidos que le sacan el micrófono así como estamos puro cotorros y la sacas del teléfono y es como que eh... um, sí, esa canción está muy chida y es como Girl, give me something to work with. So, um, tú tienes, pues, ya más de un año, como dos años, con nos ya vamos casi. en el swap, ¿cierto? Eh, un poquito más de un año, sí. Pues habla, háblanos del show para tal vez la, los escuchas que no lo conocen. Claro que sí. So, eh, en inglés y en español, como o quieras, como quiera, perfecto. Ok. Eh, pues el programa o el show, el podcast, nos vemos en el swap, básicamente surgió después de haber estado en Tamarindo Podcast, porque ahí fue mm -hmm. donde yo empecé con eh, Brenda González. Y al final del primer podcast que grabamos, ella dijo como que let's have a sign off 
And I was like, holy shit, me hubieras dicho, yo no, yo, yo no sé qué onda. Y ella ah. dijo, este, ponte un suéter, porque todas las mamás latinas cuando sales dicen, ponte un suéter, hija, ponte un suéter, hijo, bla, bla. Y yo así como que, güey, ¿qué digo? ¿Qué digo? ¿Qué digo? Y se vino como que el, el final del programa y yo, eh, nos vemos en el suami. <risa> no sé por qué dije eso. Yo creo que en mi subconsciente, pues siempre he ido a los swag meets y fue como que así lo más fácil, ¿no? Y ya después de eso eh, surgió esta idea de ir a los swag meets a entrevistar gente, lo cual, uh, it, it's been a while since, we've, since I've done this, but the first interviews that I did were from the swag meet and I just went and interviewed people. And um, the best part of Nos Vemos en Swami is that we interviewed people real people yeah. and they really gave me their candid story of like this is who I am this is how I came to the States this is why I came to the States and for me that's really important because um, uh, I remember my my dad's uh, father would tell me that um, he was a bracero yeah. and he would tell me when I would come visit him in Mexico that, that uh, he would work real close to Disneyland and he would say todavía existe esta calle esta otra calle or whatever and I wish I would have recorded him and been like now I have this audio mm -hmm. right so uh, a big part of Nos Vemos en Suami is to capture people's stories people's stories that otherwise would go untold uh, forgotten and uh, that are really important well that's one of the things that excites me about for example like what I do for work about like you know interviewing like mm -hmm. indie artists and stuff like that it's really not that different it's just it's about capturing these these small stories these like these this lightning in a bottle that you know it, unless somebody's out here getting these stories you may not hear about them and exactly. like and like your story your your show um i have like it's not a love-hate relationship but it's more like it's hard to love it because it's beautiful like the work the the interviews are incredible but sometimes they get really intense and sad yeah and so like oh God, they yes. get really heavy sí, and so sí, sí. i'm on the train and i can't cry <laughs> <laughs> so um o sea i uh, Tal vez es, es algo como que esperabas que iba a salir de, de, del show? Not really. No, mira, la primera entrevista que fui a hacer, I went to the swap meet and I saw someone and I was like, hola, ¿qué tal? ¿Cómo estás? Y bien, oye, ¿te puedo hacer una entrevista? Sí, claro, ¿de qué se trata? Eh, well, um, Háblenos usted. Just, yeah, just <laughs> tell me about you. And you know what the funny thing is that um, people, because I use my phone to record, I mean, you right. just saw what, 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 we, what I use. And it's amazing because I'm not sitting in a studio. There's not a big microphone in front of them. And I put my phone down and then I just see eye to eye like we're doing now. Mm -hmm. Y me empiezan a contar. And then they just keep on going. Entonces, uh, if you listen to Nos Vamos a Swat Meet, I hardly do any talking. Right. Because I don't want to um, hinder the, the interview or, or, or turn it this way or change the direction of the interview. I basically want people to tell me whatever they, would t they want to share with me. Right. That's it. Like, tell me your story. Tell me your you story however you want to tell it. Right. And then if there are certain things where I'm like, I'm genuinely curious, right. then I'm like, oye, cuéntame un poquito de esto, though. And, and that's basically how it goes. And so, yeah, it, it, there's been times where people uh, llora, you know, and sometimes yeah. it's so hard to like not cry because it's sometimes it is very heavy. I mean, well, and because you're also going to the swap meet and so you're interviewing people that like usually will have like an immigrant story with it, mm -hmm. which is already kind of intense. Yes. Um, and then like, you know, you never know what their circumstances or what, what the hell happened. Um, so like, you know, stories have a way of just sort of writing themselves. And it's just like sometimes it goes into really... 
um, I don't want to say dark, but maybe very sensitive territory. Very sensitive. I mean, I have a lot of people that, that listen to the stories and they'll come back and, and uh, send me a DM and say, hey, you know what? Even though this was a really intense story, but thank you so much because it, 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 it gave me... Um, it took me back to when I came here right. or it, it took me back to be able to be appreciative for what I have, mm. you know? So, so yeah. Um, is there a particular, uh, interview that sticks out in your mind as like, that was particularly maybe difficult to get through emotionally speaking? <sighs> well, there are several, obviamente. I mean, sometimes it's just, it's so difficult to, uh, not cry. Mm -hmm. I try not to cry. Eh, porque es que si me pongo a llorar yo, no, o no, sea, ahí quedamos. Ahí quedamos, sí, ahí quedamos. Aunque a veces la gente dice que no tengo sentimientos, uh -huh. este. Pero a veces puedes convertir eso en, una, en el nombre de una fiesta o en el nombre de una drag. Pero es que es muy difícil porque si, si yo, como te vuelvo a repetir, si yo me pongo a llorar, voy a valer. Yeah. Voy a valer. Entonces, una de las historias que sí me conmovió muchísimo fue una historia que hice acá en, en Oaxaca de una pareja. Y, y, y los dos siempre van juntos. De hecho, la entrevista se llamó eh, Siempre Juntos, algo así. Okay. Entonces, esta pareja, desde muy chiquitos, se enamoraron desde, la, desde el colegio, eh, se casaron, tuvieron hijos y, y venden en la Merced de Oaxaca, este, pero siempre juntos los dos. O sea, a donde quiera que va uno, va el otro. Y a veces creo que en Estados Unidos especialmente siempre tenemos esto como que yo quiero my time, my, my alone time, my... my time with my friends, the guy friends or the girlfriends or whatever. Entonces, eso fue como que muy eye-opening porque en ese momento yo tenía pareja y era como que sí se puede coexistir both of us together. Right. You know, I mean, this couple is amazing. They're, they love each other. They want to be with each other. And so... For, That really um, is one of the interviews, among, among many others, that really sticks out. Wow, that's fucking mm -hmm. cool. Well, again, everybody, you know, I mean, we have a lot more to talk about. And remember that, you know, all these podcasts, you can find them on any number of, of uh, platforms, uh, in, you know. Uh, Hashtag support Brown podcast. Hashtag support Brown. We're actually going to talk about that in a second. Uh. <laughs> um, pero uh, antes de, 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 de movernos a la próxima canción, quiero preguntarte acerca de la, la canción con la que abrimos, Daniela Romo, por secretario. Yeah. Um, háblame de esa canción, ¿por qué esa canción? Es que esa can canción es como que muy... La escucho y siento como que es muy DF, es muy Ciudad de México, okay. es muy como que siempre ves así como que a la, eh, si vienes a la Ciudad de México y te metes al tren, siempre vas a ver a estas como secretarias o personas que trabajan en oficina mm. que van muy bien vestidas, muy así. Muy Con propias. la blusa bien arriba. Sí, 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 sí. Entonces esta canción para mí es como que si fuera en el metro. Right, y wow. como que si voy de secretaria a trabajar <laughs> bilingüe <Yeah>. secretaria bilingüe <laughs> um, pues nuestra próxima canción es de Miguel Bosé uh, ¿qué nos puedes conte contar de esta canción? Amante Bandido para mí Amante Bandido siempre cuando yo escuché esta canción por primera vez eh, que tenía como que uso de razón and I I, 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 I started to to know that that I was gay uh -huh. um, that was to me my first crush Miguel Bosé Not Miguel Bosé But El amante bandido but, but yes that's, that's how I interpret it Igual a lo mejor No es lo que, lo que La canción dice Pero para mí Was like You know I like this kid In uh, I guess uh, Middle school mm -hmm. And you don't know it But you're my amante bandido Like You're, you're, you're my, my crush You know wow. So when I heard this song I was like Oh my god That's Roy, Roy. I just said the name Roy <laughs> Pero sí 
that's why. <laughs> Amazing. Well, Roy, uh, talk to Luis Octavio, who is currently single. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, vamos a escuchar esta canción de Miguel Bosé. Again, la canción es Amante Bandido. Y ya volvemos con más. Siempre seré tu héroe de amor 
Y eso fue Miguel Bosé um, Y estábamos hablando De que esta canción te hace pensar En, en tu primer crush uh -huh. Roy um, <ríe> um, Pero hablemos un poquito de eso you know? so, um, Porque recién Acabo de, 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 de participar Y nos vemos en el Swap Me so thank, And sí, thank you very much for having sí, me sí. Um, So let's talk about a little bit about queerness uh, Hablanos un poquito I, I don't need to know the whole sob story Pero like, háblanos como por ejemplo, ahorita que llegué, lo primero que estaba súper emocionado era mostrarme todas las compras. ¡Ay, y sí! ¡Qué perra te sentías! Y tus chales y tus collares. Y yo estaba like, ¡Yes, bitch! ¡That's my kind of girl! You know? Well, I mean, ¿sabes qué? I, I had to. I had to because I know that you're very fashionable. Oh, you know I live. Uh, you live for fucking print. You live for, like, all these amazing... And accessories. Uh, uh, yes, accessories. That's why I was you like, know. I need to show him todo lo que he comprado. And I was just like, I mean, y estábamos hablando así como de, de lo custom made o de uh -huh. lo vintage. I mean, estábamos hablando y estamos, estamos grabando en un gran estudio. ¿Cuál es el nombre del estudio de nuevo? Taller Puro Corazón. Taller Puro Corazón. Búsquenlo en todas las redes sociales. Which, by the way, I have to show you. He hace una chamarra mm -hmm. para la lluvia mm -hmm. bien chingona, but literally he just made one for me. Look at this. Oh, la vi en Instagram. Look oh, bitch. Oh, this is everything. So, the, the lining Parece inside. como tela china. No, es, es tela de las mujeres eh, que usan... Eh, a ver, bueno, es que yo no sé. Esa tela <laughs> lo utilizan las mujeres coras en Jesús María y la sierra con la que hacen sus faldas. Okay. This is what they use for their faldas. Oh, my God. And I used it as a, as a liner. Dude, this is, this is everything. Entonces, ahora sí eres full señora en cada. Sí, ahora sí. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, pero sí, hablemos un poquito de eso. Entonces, um, Uh, hashtag support brown podcast yes um, you know podcasterio and the podcasterio network mm -hmm. I'm very interested to know about this because it is surprisingly inclusive like it a lot like half of us are queer yes which is so fucking cool yes um, so hablamos un poquito acerca del podcasterio network so podcasterio network basically began with um, with uh, Linda Garcia from Let There Be Loose Uh, Pam from Café con Pam y obviamente the guys from Latinos Who Lunch never heard of them <laughs> yeah, yeah well <laughs> now, you, now you have um, pero mira pensamos en esto because we were like you know what let's let's create our own platform because we started seeing other other events that were for podcasters but we didn't see any Latino podcasts on there right. and you know that like in 2017 there was this huge boom of Latino podcasters mm -hmm. right so we're like you know what fuck it let's do it so we did it back in 2017 excuse me and um, we were like let's let's reach out y mira sucedió en menos de un mes y medio we planned the whole thing mm -hmm. and we had podcasts that flew in from New York, like the girls from Radio, uh, Radio Menea, The uh, Colores Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, from all over, really, from all over. And it just so happened that I think more than half of them, we were queer. Yeah. I mean, Latinos Will Lunch, Nos Vemos en el Swap, Me, Radio Menea, mm -hmm. Song Mess, who couldn't be there. And like, I know. everybody's trying to coerce me to go to, to this year's <laughs> Podcasterio. I'm, I'm bitching and made out of money. <laughs> <laughs> but, but maybe, who knows? Um, You know, and that's really cool. I mean, and I feel like the impact of it was pretty great. I mean, because yeah. it, 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 it was 
in partnership with Molcajete Dominguero, correct? It was in partnership with Molcajete Dominguero. And the only and reason. And can you please explain what that is? Yes. So Molcajete Dominguero has now become the largest Latino Latinx um, pop up shop in the country. Oh my God. Yeah, we are now the largest Latinx pop up in the country, which is how I met Marcos from Taller Puro Corazon because. He actually um, did an, a dozen events similar to Molcajete here in Mexico, in Mexico City. And somebody came up to him and was like, oh, my God, your stuff would do so great. And Molcajete Dominguero and yada, yada, yada. And now I'm here in his studio, in his apartment. Um, but uh, but Molcajete Dominguero began out of this idea of why isn't there a dedicated space for Latino um, creatives that have these amazing products and we have to wait till Dia de los Muertos. In Los Angeles, California. In fucking L.A., yeah. right? Oh, sorry. Um, no, please. Ah, bueno, perfecto. This ain't NPR, Ah, bueno, porque me voy a descoser. This ain't NPR, Miss Thing. So, so I was just, I was so like, why isn't this happening? And so yeah. um, my business, my now business partner, which is Gladys from Gisoto Design and I, were like, let's do it. And literally in less than two years, we've grown from 35 vendors to now over 150 vendors to uh, 305 registered um, from 500 people showing up to the first event to now over 6,000 people showing up. Holy shit. And from obviously zero followers on Instagram to now over 31,000 followers. Holy shit. And <laughs> one point. Two million impressions the week before and the week after Molcajete Dominguero. So now we're actually um, we just launched San Francisco mm -hmm. and we outgrew wow. we outgrew the venue, the first venue. We outgrew it on the first event. Wow. Um, we're now doing Inland Empire. For those that don't know, that's uh, you know uh, probably about two hours away from Los Angeles or an hour away. An hour Most and a half. of our listeners are in California, so they will know. Perfect. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we're launching um, Comida Festival. So Ooh. Comida Festival is going to be nothing but Latino food. Uh, we are going to have about 50 vendors. There's the pupusas, which I fucking love. Um, comida peruana. Este, obviously Mexican food. And just a mix of like different foods. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, ¿cómo se llama? Eh, vegan. Oh, wow. Vegan Latinx food, which is, you know, growing in popularity in, 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 in L.A. So that's basically what Molcajete Dominguero is. And so the reason why we decided to do Podcast Serio with Molcajete Dominguero is because of the following. At that time, we had about 17,000 followers and we're like, we can feature the podcasters on Molcajete Dominguero and help them gain listeners yes, and, and, and awareness. And the reason why we did that was because um, one of the, the, the platforms where we were hosting um, was uh, we asked them could you sponsor us because they had just sponsored an event in Anaheim where they were the title sponsors and I know that they didn't pay anything less than fucking fifty to $80,000 oh. and we asked them if they would sponsor our event um, or sponsor us and they said you know what we don't have the money right now but what we can do is we can promote your event on our Instagram and then I go and I look on their Instagram they have like fucking 1200 followers and I'm like sabes que chinga tu puta madre with yeah. your 12 fucking fucking 100 followers we'll do this on our own because this is the reason why we're teaming up with Molcajete because they have 17,000 asshole Bingo. you know and their audience is going to listen to us um, so we got really pissed off, Pam and I, because we were on that phone call and we're like, you know what? Fuck these guys. One. And two, let's create a network because these guys are giving us pennies for sponsorships mm. when we can charge this much. And so the idea behind Podcasterio Network is to really give podcasters the necessary tools so that they can charge whatever is appropriate 
for the number of downloads they have, for the number of listeners, you know, followers, whatever the case may be. They can choose to have us negotiate those sponsorships or they can do it themselves and we'll give them the tools. Right, cool. But, you know, for example, right now um, we had... Verizon Wireless, for example, um, they came up and they were wanting to sponsor and we're like, OK, we're going to do it this way or that way. And then we've also had other companies that come in and they're like, they want to give us a piece of shit. And we're like, no, it's pendejo. Because guess what? Our listeners, if they're listening to our podcast for about an hour, they're engaged. Yeah. They fucking feel like they know us. And and you know very damn well that the best form of advertisement is word of mouth. And that is exactly what we're doing. Yep. So no, you're not going to give us fucking pennies for us advertising your product on our podcast. You either pay up what, it, what we're worth or we'll just say thank you very much, but no. Well, and that's also like... I feel like that that's at least it's helped song mess grow so much because we're just, you know, hashtagging a lot and like uh-huh. one of one of like my early strategies was like sort of like feature a lot of like really indie artists who will be excited to be featured in something mm-hmm. and they'll likely share it or whatever and you can grow with that. But like the word of mouth aspect, as you say, has helped us grow immensely, especially like after tapping into this sort of like network of, mm-hmm. of podcasters, like any any shout out from Nos Vemos en el Swap Me, Radio Menea, Latinos Who Lunch, you know, has helped us immensely. I mean, after I was a guest on on, on Latinos Who Lunch, and I'm extremely grateful to both claro. of those, uh, because they've given us a lot of play. Um, like the the episode that they they guessed it on us is our most played episode. It's our, you know it's and far and away you know mm-hmm. and so like that really has helped us a bunch. And I, I feel like that's what's so beautiful about Podcastero Network. It's really it's a community effort, and that's that's very much something that I've I've tried to do with with song mess about like you know like support local like you know i loves me some talia but i'm not about to be playing talia because talia doesn't need the clicks you know right this little indie band from you know pachuca needs it much more you know right right so so i i love this this commitment to community and let me add one more thing there's a reason why uh big radio corporations are now asking their disc jockeys or their on-air personalities to start their own podcast. Cool. Because, well, cool and not so cool. Mm. Because they know that this is where radio is going. I mean, radio is going to die. Yeah. I mean, all of your song mass listeners, tell me when was the last time you were actually driving or listening to the radio. No, you're listening to music on demand. And and if you're listening to a podcast, it's porque te caen bien. Or curated playlists. Or curated playlists. So radio is going to be a thing of the past. Uh. And now they're trying to get into this new, like industry where it's like do this but this is what i'm going to say a lot of these podcasts that are curated or done by big time um radio uh um companies mm-hmm. they're not doing as well as like song mess or nos vemos or latinos who lunch and the reason is because they're still have they still have this format of radio and this is not radio Right? This is like more free, yeah. more, puedes decir lo que se tinche tu pinche madre. Hello. No censorship, no, no FCC. Exactly. And, uh, and, and the beauty about this is, like you said, even though our podcasts are different, mm. but we're still shouting each other out. And even if the podcasts were similar... And it's similar interests. St- we're still shouting each other out. Yeah. And that is what is helping this community grow. Yeah, absolutely. And th- it makes me so happy. Um, I know that it might still be a little too early. Is there a date for Podcasterio 2? 
Oh my god. I know. <laughs> that really falls on me. I'm a journalist. This yeah, thing. I, I gotta know, ask I know. these questions Shit. with the gotcha questions. Yeah, yeah. Well, you fucking got me. Hashtag Sarah Palin. No. Esa responsabilidad is mine about oh. securing the date, and we're thinking it's going to be in November. Oh, in um, November. Yeah, it's going to be okay. in November. It's right around the corner, but I've literally been lagging on that. Okay. O sea, mira, estoy aquí pinche sentado en Mexico City when I should be fucking, you know, sending in the fucking forms, reserve forms. You're doing the, the, the work of heroes shopping for us who cannot shop. Thank pero, you for your Instagram. Pero, pero this is self-care, self-care. Self-care. Okay. Ah! Como dicen los millennials. Como dicen, uh, <laughs> shout out to the Colores Radio. Anyway. <laughs> I love them. I love them. Um, okay, so... November. Watch November. out for it. November. 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 Yes. All right. So I'm definitely not going to be there because if it's in November, I can't make it. Pero, oh. um, but that sounds amazing. I'll I'll Skype in. I'll be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. <laughs> I'll Skype in like like Doctor Evil. Be like, all y'all hoes suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that's fucking cool. Um, I'm trying to think because like we did this so on the fly, and now I've had, I'm three beers in, and so I'm like, oh. we well both of us. I'm like, nah, nah. How about fuck all these shows that I'm gonna see tonight? I'm like, how about we just hit the clear? Um, okay, cool. So, um, well, in the meet, while I make time, um, tell our listeners where they can listen to Nos Vemos en el Swap Meet. Thank you. So Nos Vemos en el Swap Meet, you can listen to it on iTunes, obviamente. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can listen to it on Spotify, on Stitcher, uh, Google Play, and as Fabi loves to say, um, Google it, loca. Yeah, for yeah. real. Um, and of course, I'm sure I imagine they can follow you on any social media platforms. Uh, yes. Yeah. So mainly Instagram because I don't have Facebook and I do have a Twitter, but I don't even know the handle. Twitter sucks. Yeah. So I, Twitter is not for me. Twitter can eat it. Pero, pero sí, on Instagram at nos vemos en el swap Oh, I did have another question. Okay. Because you're really, so obviously like you love clothes and like I love that we can bond over that, but you're also kind of like this crazy entrepreneur. Like you have like your hands in 17 <laughs> different things and like clothes are one of those things. Like you usually have things made to maybe resell blah uh-huh. blah blah can you tell us is there anything that we should know currently about that uh, listen so I think that the projects that I've always worked on are projects that I feel that <clears throat> there isn't somebody out there targeting me in that specific arena that's right smart. so that is the only way and reason why I start these projects so por ejemplo Molcajete Dominguero how the fuck is in there anything else than an art walk? And I'm not and I'm not throwing shade at art walks or things of this nature, mm. but come on, there needs to be something bigger than just an art walk. Porque somos un chingo. You know, we're, we're a bunch of Latinos, Latinx, and uh, we have amazing products and we're very creative. Why aren't we featured as such, right? So that's the reason why we started Molgajeta Dominguero, Podcast Stereo Network. Yeah. There are other fucking podcasting events, conventions, whatever the fuck you want to you, you call it. But they're not featuring Latinos. Why? Right? Um, I mean, and uh, what? It's like 10 years until we become a majority in the United States? Like, come on, right? <laughs> um, and so uh, the other projects that I have are Globitos, uh, which I do with my friend Donna. Um, and Globitos is basically uh, Mylar balloons. And one day I was like, I want to buy balloons that are funny in Spanish. And, and I couldn't find them. anything yeah. except for Feliz Cumpleaños. And then I thought, okay, for sure somebody has to have a concha balloon. Nobody had a concha balloon. And then that's where I jumped in. I was like, really? you know what? No one. Ni en México, ni en Los Angeles. Oh, you've got to be killing yeah. it with that. you got to be killing it. We, we are. Ah! <laughs> and, uh, and so from there we did the, the Myler balloons. And then I also thought, okay, 
Este, one time I went to Las Vegas and my partner at the time wanted to buy underwear and it was on special. Yes, I was supposed to model for this bullshit. Yes, <laughs> yes. And he wanted to buy a pair of underwear that was on special and it was $34. Ooh. On special. And what I was, was like, the brand? I don't want to say like the brand. Like Andrew Christian, bitch. No, it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't. No, pero I was like... Dude, why are you going to spend $34 fucking dollars yeah. on this brand when they're not targeting you? Even if you had the chiseled body, they're not targeting you yep. because you're Latino. They're not targeting you. Good point. So um, he, he then was like, well, what would make you spend $34? And I said, a brand that I knew was targeting me, that had images that reflected me. And then on the way back from Las Vegas, we were like, I, I was like, you know what? Maybe I need to start this brand. And I started Calchonis. Calchonis, a brand for queer Latinx, you know, for the queer Latinx community. Mm -hmm. And we have prints like Pan Dulce, um, uh, Flores del Istmo. Paletas, right? Paletas de Sandia, um, you know, so on and so forth. And and that's how that started. And then um, I also have an app called La Jota app. I was going to ask you, good. Yes. So La Jota app also began because of that, because I saw these sticker apps where you can send um, stickers through text messaging. Yeah. But none of them said anything that my queer community, like things that I would say, like estupida, sucia. Ave Maria, yo no quería. Prep, arate. Yes, pero. prep, arate. And, mm. uh, you know, shit like that. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that. I know jack shit about development. and I love, like that. I love that fucking app. I love it. I use it all the fucking time. Gracias, gracias. <laughs> but, you know, I, I looked into it. And so anytime I start a project, it's always based on something that I would wear or that I like. And then my, my, my project that I began everything with was Mercado Elea. Okay. Um, and that was... Um, it was hats, wasn't it? Was it was hats. Yeah. Embroidered hats. And the, hat, the embroidery came from San Antonino in Oaxaca. Whoa. Um, and, and that's basically how it started because I see these amazing embroidered dresses and I'm like, shit, mm. man, this is so amazing. And um, Doesn't it hurt your heart not to be able to wear those dresses? Like, I was in Oaxaca crying. I was like, how do I turn this into a suit? Into like... Into something, into, right? Like, I mean, imagine like a little like a romper, but like with all this like Oaxaqueño embroidery. I was just talking to... Bitch! Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So then I figured, let me put it on a hat and then, you know, on a, on a t-shirt. Yeah, or, that's... A, I love that. I'm obsessed with that. Or whatever, yeah. you know? So, so anytime I work on something, I'm... If I tell you that I'm working on it from just, you know, being cool and or or trying to make something fun, like, yes, it is. But I'm also thinking about what are some of the things that I would want to wear? And mm. because I've learned that if you're looking for it, there's a really good chance that somebody else is looking for it as well. Totally. one hundred. Yeah. I mean, we're not that special. We all yeah. want it. But it's just like there's so much collective consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, yes, but it is the end of the episode. Uh, I want to thank uh, Luis Octavio. Uh, thank you so much for being on Song Mess. We have one more song, and it's a, yes. it's a, it's a personal favorite. I've even emblazoned it on my body. I just saw that. That um, is... Amazing. Yeah, it, uh, I'll explain later what, why, why I did. But uh, tell us about El Noa Noa by Juan Gabriel. Yeah, because I feel like when you're... I mean, I, knew, I know that El Noa Noa did exist, right? Yeah. But I feel like if El Noa Noa existed today, that would be like the gayest club ever where you could just be yourself and not worry about anything and anyone and everyone would come to El Noa Noa without judging anyone there. So... Well, allegedly it was a gay bar, wasn't it? 
I mean, I mean, era I, un lugar de ambiente donde todo era diferente. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, allegedly, but if, like, I can see it now, and I would want to be there. I totally hear Yeah, it. I right. would want to be there. Perfection. Again, the podcast is Nos Vemos en el Swap Meet. The host is Luis Octavio. I don't know your last name, so that's why I keep saying Luis Octavio. That's perfect. Um, and, <laughs> um, I mean, he has a gazillion projects, so make sure that you follow Nos Vemos en el Swap Meet on all social media platforms, mostly Instagram, um, and again, on, on any podcasting platform. Are you on Spotify or no? Yes, I am on Spotify. Oh, bitch. Um, <laughs> that means you're probably not on SoundCloud. Okay, so, yeah, yeah so SoundCloud. that's why you're on Spotify. God damn it. Um, so, anyway, so follow them. Follow Nos Vemos on Unswap Meet and on all social media platforms, all uh, podcasting platforms. Uh, again, this song is called El Noa Noa. It's by the legendary queen of all queens, Juan Gabriel. Uh, my name is Richard Villas. Thank you for listening to Song Mess, and we'll be catching you the next time, whenever that is. Bye. <laughs>